G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Pastor Greg Laurie asks author Shorty Fieldhahn about love and money. When we have conflict around money, it's not about the money. Shanti, why don't you explain that statement? Turns out it's about how money makes you feel Mm. and how it makes your spouse feel. The greatest obstacle is the inability of a husband and wife to sit down at the kitchen table and talk about money. Mm -hmm. This incredible opportunity for money to be an opportunity not for conflict, but for connection. This is the day when the lost are found. something a little different today as Pastor Greg Laurie and a New Beginning USA's Dave Spiker speak with a husband and wife team who are authors and both hold graduate degrees from Harvard University. Dave figures that he and Pastor Greg will understand about half what they say, hoping that after the program they can compare notes and figure it all out. Pastor Greg, we have uh, some special guests in the studio today. First of all, your wife, Kathy, is here with us. Kathy, good to see you. It's good to be here. And we have a couple of guests with us today, a husband and wife, who are authors and both hold graduate degrees from Harvard. Woo! So I'm figuring that you and I will understand about (laughs) half of what they say. And I'm hoping after the program we can compare your half to my half and figure it out. (laughs) Well, I am a graduate from Harbor High School in Newport Beach, <laughs> California. And so I'm so glad to talk to somebody that has something to say to our audience <laughs> and can help us all in a very, very important topic as well uh, for everyone that's listening. Can, can I, I just jump in real quick? Yes. We had Shanti out to speak recently to our women, and I, I was so intimidated when I read hers and Jeff's bio. But when I spent the first two minutes on the phone with her, I felt like I had met a new best friend, and I felt like I could understand everything she was saying. And she made it so easy to receive that that great intellect of hers well, and did. all the research she and but Jeff had done. But when Shanti talked to me, she would say, Greg, as a graduate of Harvard, and obviously you <laughs> never went there, you didn't even go to Yale, I think you graduated from high school, you wouldn't understand this, but then she would make her next statement. No, she never did that. It's a very opposite of that. Folks, listen, I'm speaking with our special guests, Shanti and Jeff Feldhahn, and they've written a very important book that I want to put in your hands, and the title of it is Thriving in Love and Money, subtitled, We Graduated from Harvard and You Didn't. 
No, they didn't. <laughs> That's maybe what I would have put if I was a Harvard graduate. But thanks for being on the program today with us, you guys. And there's a statement very early on in the book, and I find this very interesting because you would look at this and think, oh, this is a book about money. And it is, and in another way, it isn't, because the statement is made, here's the truth about everything we'll be covering. When we have conflict around money, it's not about the money. So, Shanti, why don't you explain that statement? Yeah, actually, in this research, because this was based on this three-year research project, to try to dig out, like, how do you have a great relationship around money, right? And for me and Jeff, this had been a big deal in our marriage. And that's the really the one-sentence summary of the reason why hmm. that this is such a big issue in so many marriages is that when you're having tension about money, it's not about the money. It turns out it's about how money makes you feel mm. and how it makes your spouse feel. Mm. And there's, there's a host of like expectations and beliefs about how money should work or insecurities or worries or all these other feelings that are running under the surface and we don't even know they're there. But that's really what's coming out whenever there's those tensions or fighting or mm-hmm. like me and Jeff, we didn't fight about it. We just kind of didn't talk about it. <laughs> we just, we just, mm-hmm. avoided, just avoided it. it. <laughs> I mean, we could have we could have titled it if it was the book about our life. We could have said coping with money uh, as yeah. opposed coping to thriving. <laughs> yes. Because coping we did anything but thrive. You guys, why area. do you think this is such an emotional subject? You know, you can talk about so many things from the pulpit. Uh, you can talk about faith and prayer, the importance of scripture, the family, et cetera, et cetera. But the moment you bring up the word money, I think everybody impulsively grabs their wallet mm-hmm. or at least, you know, <laughs> oh, they're going to ask us for money. And it's very emotional. And, and people don't like to talk about this topic. Do you think it's because this is an area that they haven't surrendered over to the Lord that they want control of? Do you think it's something else? What is the thing? And, you know, and as we know, Jesus spoke so much about money. So many of his parables dealt with money. The Bible is very straightforward on this topic, but for some reason, we don't want to hear that message or we don't want to talk about that topic. Honestly, it comes back to what Jesus said is where your treasure is, there your yeah, heart will be it. also. it's It turns out that a lot of us have treated it like a technical issue, mm. right? Like it's about budgeting or getting out of debt or planning. And listen, all of that is important. That wasn't what we were studying. We were trying to figure out what's underneath mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. And that's the stuff that has to come before you can even be willing to talk with your spouse to be mm-hmm. able to budget or plan. This blows my mind, and it blows a lot of pastors' minds. The greatest obstacle to all of the budgeting, to the financial freedom, everything that a pastor wants his people to be in his church, to be generous, to be tithing, the greatest obstacle is the inability of a husband and wife to sit down at the kitchen table and talk about money. So this is a communication issue. This is a communication issue. And so that's the answer to your question is it really is about this incredible opportunity for money to be an opportunity not for conflict but for connection, which is huge for a lot of people right now, especially right now. We need that. Mm. You're listening to Shanti and Jeff Feldhahn. They've written a book called Thriving in Love and Money, subtitled Five Game-Changing Insights About Your Relationships, Your Money, and Yourself. 
Okay, let's say that the husband wants to buy something. And being a guy, he probably wants to buy a, a muscle car or he wants to... <laughs> He hmm, wants to do. Speaking from personal experience, well, sir, Pastor Greg. My car is not what you would call a muscle car, it, but it, it's a little faster than normal. I have an old Mustang. I think everybody knows that. But anyway, hey, let's <laughs> let's not make this personal, Dave. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for this. Okay. Yes. Well, anyway, let's just say in the in the in the mind of the wife, the guy wants to buy something she thinks is extravagant and or in the mind of the husband, the wife says, let's redecorate the house. And what he hears her saying is, let's take a bunch of money and flush it down the toilet, right? So that's not what she means. Maybe that's not even what he means, but they hear it differently. Talk about that. Well, actually, you just described one of the key factors underneath the surface that we found is a big deal for almost everybody, which is that it turns out we're just not valuing hmm. what the other person is valuing. Mm-hmm. And it, it shouldn't surprise us. I don't know why we do this because we know we're different people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, technically, I know Jeff is a different human being sure. than I am. But for some reason, in my mind, I don't translate that to, huh, he might have different things that really matter to him, and that might be just as legitimate as what matters to <laughs> and, and, me. And what we tell ourselves internally is that the other person is wrong in yeah. what they're mm. valuing. Can I mm-hmm. can I give you all an example, a very yes. a very common example right now? Because you know, right now there's a lot of uh, couples, and probably for years to come, as people are listening to this, there's a lot of economic uncertainty. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that lends itself to suddenly a husband and wife need to come together and be able to talk about money when maybe they haven't really been able to before in the same way. And one of the examples of this different kind of clash, this example of a value difference, is a spender and a saver. Mm-hmm. And that's a very common, simple example. And even when, even when you have two savers, usually one of them is more comfortable spending than the other. So you still have this gap. Really, it is that's coming out of the surface is how we feel about our marriage and how we're communicating with each other. And money is just bringing it out. And right now, with all of the things that are going on, this is a big issue. So how do we, how do couples come together? How do, you know, when you have two separate, um, one values security and one values, you know, just those the family memories or, you know, creating an atmosphere or a, or a situation that we're going to treasure for years to come. They're both good things. How do we, how do we kindly communicate those values to one another? Because it's not always in my, the forefront of my mind when Greg says, hey, let's have all 11 of us go out to the nice restaurant for dinner. But, <laughs> and of course, all the kids and the grandkids are yet yes, <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh and gosh, Kathy's this going, is, um. <laughs> uh, this is going to cost a lot. Mm. But I'm always glad for the memory and the time that we have spent together. So, how do we express our concern to the other without stepping on their toes or saying it in a way that's hurtful or a put down? You have to just start with yourself and figure out what's going on inside of you in a way that you can say it compassionately and you can say, you know, I, if I understand what you want to accomplish with this 
And you, you maybe say, you know, you, you value all of these memories that we're going to create with the family. This was, this was thought through by you. It wasn't just, you know, a careless. Hey, let's um, go out decision. again. Yeah. Um, mm. There's some some reason that you have for wanting to do this. Um, can you help me understand? Mm-hmm. What you're oh, feeling nice. inside, you know, and because and it's just much more respectful toward toward our spouse when we're asking that. Can you help me understand? And then it opens the door for you to say, can I tell you what it feels like for me when we're mm-hmm. doing this? And I know that sounds like talking solves everything, but, you know, actually it, it gets you a long ways there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm speaking with Shanti and Jeff Feldhahn, and they've written a book called Thriving in Love and Money, subtitled Five Game-Changing Insights About Your Relationship, Your Money, and Yourself. And as you can see, we are talking about money, but in some ways we aren't. We're talking about communication, talking about relationship, we're talking about understanding one another, listening to one another, and much more. But it's all interwoven uh, in topics of finances and other areas as well. And we want to send you this book because I think it's really going to help you, especially those of you who are married. But uh, Jeff, how about, or, how about those who are planning on getting yeah, married? Yeah, I was just going to say that <laughs> even if you're single, it might be good to think about these things before you get married, right? Shanti often points out that, you know, even before you're married, we all know what that feeling is when you're sitting around a table with someone at dinner yeah. and you're thinking, how much debt do they have, credit card mm. debt, and all of those mm. sorts of things that are, you know, cause us to have concerns even before you get married. Well, when we do the interviews, I can't tell you the number of times that I've heard a man articulate this question of, am I going to be able to provide for our family? Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't get married to this woman until I know for sure that I'm going to be able to provide. That is looming in their mind, and it causes all sorts of other things that is helpful for us as wives to know. Well, we're talking with Jeff and Shanti Feldhahn, and uh, uh, they've both got graduate degrees. I know, Jeff, you've got uh, – your your specialty is in law, and Shanti, uh, you've got a graduate degree in data analysis, which uh, you draw upon that for this book. As you dug deep into all the data, what do you – what would you consider the biggest surprise in all your research? The biggest surprise is how much – All of us, and definitely me in my own heart, how much I am resisting being one in marriage, and it's Hmm. coming out in how I handle money. Hmm. I mean, that was one of the big findings, and it hit me because, candidly, a lot of us have kind of gotten into patterns when when money isn't something you love talking about. If you're one of those people who just – it's not your thing – It's really easy to kind of go, you know what, (laughs) your paycheck goes into your account and my paycheck goes into my account and we don't have to talk about money. Like it's easier to just do it separately Mm -hmm. because we all, all of us underneath the surface, we kind of just want to do what we want to do, right? It started in the garden (laughs) and Mm. we're, and we all have this resistance to being one in our marriage. And I thought about myself. You know, that's not me. We don't like, we don't like keep separate bank accounts where we're hiding yeah, we things from each other. To each yeah, other. we have access to, to different, and we, it's just for convenience and, and whatever. And, and when, when people say, well, I don't do that, I, I ask them the same question I had to ask myself 
once I realized this is, okay, maybe you don't, maybe you combine everything, but ask yourself, do you ever try to pull the Amazon package off the front step before your spouse sees it? Hmm. That in me was coming from the same exact place of wanting to just do what I wanted to do that causes some people to separate accounts entirely. And during this moment, it's important for us to sort of wrestle with that and recognize Mm -hmm. this is something we're called Hmm. to not be you and me. We're called to Mm -hmm. be we. Oh, that's very good. We're not called to be you and me. We're called to be we. You're listening to Shanti and Jeff Feldhahn. They've written a book called Thriving in Love and Money. And this is our special resource this month that we want to put into your hands. Folks, you know that when we offer these uh, resources, it's because we want to help you. We want to encourage you. We want to strengthen you. And this is one of the most important that we've ever offered. And I would remind you that I'm offering this to you for your gift of any size. Whatever you send, large or small, we'll get you your copy. But let me encourage you to invest in our ministry, because this is a ministry that obviously teaches the Word of God, but it's also a ministry that calls people to Christ. And every year, we see literally thousands of people make a commitment to follow Jesus Christ, because we'll invite them to do so at the end of our program. So if you believe that people need to come to Jesus, if you believe people need to hear the Word of God, then uh, we would appreciate your investment in our ministry, and we'll get you your copy of this book by uh, Jeff Enchanti, Feld Hahn, Thriving in Love and Money. Hey, speaking of investing in ministry, let's talk a little bit about giving to the Lord. Uh, why is that important to invest in the kingdom of God? And by that, I mean investing in a ministry like ours or others or your local church. Well, remember how at the very beginning— we were talking about why did Jesus talk about this so much? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, it reveals where your heart is. You yeah. know, this is you choosing, you, you choosing to trust. However, one of the other things we may not realize about what Jesus said there is what you do with your money, it's not that it just reveals the heart. It also steers the mm. heart. And mm. as you that. do that— As you step out in faith and say, you know, I want to hold on to all of it, but God says to give this back to him, Mm -hmm. it forces me to say, this is a choice of trust. This is, it may not be a feeling right now, like we would all wish it would be, (laughs) but it's going to be a choice. And it steers my heart in that direction when I take a deep breath and choose to give. Good. Let's, uh, let's speak specifically to somebody listening right now. Maybe they're hearing us talk and they're thinking, man, this is this this is an area where we're a wreck at home. <laughs> and they do want to get a copy of this book, but it might take a couple of days to get there. Let's help them right now. What's the first thing they can do today to get them aimed in the right direction, not only financially, but more importantly in their relationship? What's the first thing that they should do? So do you mind if I give you two? Okay. (laughs) Okay. And they're two easy ones. So the first thing that I would do is ask each other one question. Is there anything that I could do to make it easier for you to talk about money with me? Hmm. Put the knives down, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. and, and And that can open up a lot of these kinds of discussions and just get you started. 
and hopefully in a in a decent way rather than an angry way. But you know, we'll we'll take what we can get in terms of a starting point and ask it and answer it calmly. But the second thing that I would suggest is we actually created a free assessment that you can take. And it we took a That's here lot in the book, of right? time. Mm-hmm. But the key is for that assessment, it gets you this sense. It's only five or six minutes, but it's very robust. The engine under the surface will get you some really, really specialized, where are you starting in this love and money journey? What are the areas that you're already doing well? Because listen, if you know that, oh my goodness, I didn't realize this was a big deal. I can do more of that, right? Like that's a good thing. And the areas that you most need to work on. It'll it'll just get you started. So folks, you're listening to Shanti and Jeff Feldhahn, and they've written a book called Thriving on Love and Money. It's about money. It's about those things that you deal with, but it's all about relationships. It's about trust. It's about communication. It's about life. And this is something that you need to have in your hands. And they mentioned the survey that you can take to help you. It's here in the book. And we want to send it to you. Listen, for no charge, I will send you this book for whatever you send. Now, I would encourage you to be generous uh, in ordering your copy because we'll use those resources to invest in the kingdom of God. But we will rush you your own copy of Thriving in Love and Money, subtitled Five Game-Changing Insights About Your Relationship, Your Money, and yourself. Let me uh, let me wrap up with one last question. It's about the last chapter in the book. In the last chapter, you speak of how this information uh, changed your marriage. So as we close, uh, tell us about that. How is your marriage different now after that experience of uncovering all of that research and putting it into practice? Well, I'd, I'd say that, uh, you know, it's, it's deepened our understanding our respect for each other, our love for each other. I just, you know, we all want peace in our households mm-hmm. and we have peace. It's It's been fantastic. It, it has been so fascinating to see how I would have described our marriage as being a great marriage before. I had no idea there was a whole other level mm. that we were missing. I had no idea that there was a whole other level of oneness and intimacy and closeness that was closed off to us because there was this area of marriage that just was taboo. It was the third rail, right? It it was that area that we just avoided it. And again, we didn't fight about it because we just avoided it. So there was a whole area of connection we were missing. And, and I would say that, in my words, I'd say that previously I would have thought that I was enduring certain things. That Shanti did, and now I've come to appreciate them because I now see what she values differently than what I did in the net benefit to our family because she values those things. I love that. I'm excited because I feel like um, even if there's just one member of the household that will take the time to read this book, that it'll help them begin that conversation. Because rather than thrust a book into somebody, you know, your spouse's hand and say, <laughs> you need to read this, mm-hmm. the book itself will help you to begin to phrase those first, um, like that first question that you gave us, which was so good. What is the one thing that I could do that would help you um, begin to help me understand and talk about money with me? I mean, that that's 
question is just the the opening of a nice conversation rather than just you need to do this differently and you need to understand what I'm thinking. Here it is. It's like help me understand so that we can have this conversation. I love that. That's exactly it. Well, thank you, Shanti and Jeff, for being on our show and writing this book, Thriving in Love and Money. And I hope that our listeners will order their own copy because it can really enrich, number one, your life, number two, your marriage, and help you know how to deal with your finances in a godly way from a biblical perspective. And so we want to send you your own copy for your gift of any size to our ministry here at A New Beginning, because as you know, we'd love to teach the Word of God. This is just an illustration of that, where we're helping you to see how Scripture applies to all areas of your life, including your finances. And uh, we also proclaim the gospel and give people an opportunity to believe in Jesus. So for whatever you send, we'll invest it in this ministry, and we'll get you your own copy of this book by Shanti and Jeff Feldhahn, Thriving in Love and Money. Good insights today on A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie hearing from Jeff and Shaunty Fieldhahn about love and money. And tomorrow, Pastor Greg returns to his World Changes series. He shows us the difference between the choices made by Abraham and the choices made by Lot. We'll see how the choices that we make determine the path that our lives take. Hope you can join us same time tomorrow on A New Beginning. If you'd like a copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today, it is available on CD from Vision Christian Store. Search Thriving in Love and Money. Interview with Jeff and Shaunty Fieldhahn at visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.